Online Talk Radio, broadcasting out of the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. Today's voice crying out in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. When Christians speak is dedicated to lifting up the name of Christ Jesus and spreading the good news. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. Welcome to When Christians Speak Talk Radio. I'm your host today on the Bread of Life. Amen. We're excited about being here with you. We're going to continue on on the, on the uh, teaching we have been doing for a while now uh, on spiritual gifts. Amen. Uh, Reverend Robin White, White should be joining me in a few minutes. I'm trying to see if I can send her the telephone number here. So she can call in, Amen. And um, we're gonna go ahead and get started, Amen. In a minute, um, I do want to remind everybody, um, Amen, about uh, our different broadcasts that we have, Amen. We have uh, we have some bounding grace with Minister Pastor Williams. It's Tuesday at 7 p.m. Declaring the finished work with Reverend Pat Randall. It's every Thursday at 12 noon. Friday night joy with myself and friends. It's every Friday at 7 p.m. The Bread of Life, which is today, is every Sunday at 7 p.m. Our monthly broadcasts are as follows: Lifeline with Apostle Shirley Jones. It's every first Monday of the month at 7 p.m. The Bold and the Beautiful with Reverend Novena Reed, Reverend Curtis Austin, and Minister Jordana Cunningham. It's every second Sunday. Every second Saturday at 10 a.m., adoration with Evangelist Lewis McElwain. McElwain is every third Monday of the month, amen, at 7 at seven p.m. He is doing an awesome teaching. He's been teaching uh, like two two Mondays out of a month. I think it's the second and the third Monday, amen. It's an awesome teaching he has been doing, and we are um, glad about it, amen. Uh, Madge Takeover, the body of one Reverend Eric and Reverend Tamika Thompson. It's every third Sunday, amen, at 7 p.m. We do have a, week, a weekly prayer called Midday Glory Prayer with Reverend Gwen Dixon. It's every Wednesday at 1 p.m., amen. This is a free conference Number, amen, is the, the number is 641-715-3580. The access code is 732-499. We want to encourage you to go and check out our Facebook page of When Christians Speak. Amen. We have two of them. And um, check out also our website, whenchristianspeak.com. Amen. We would encourage you to sow a seed or a donation or whatever the Lord Holy Spirit is leading you into this ministry. You can do so by going to When Christians Speak and click it on the Donate Now button. Amen. And you would uh, be able to use We are a 501c3 company, and you'll be able to use it as far as tax purposes. Amen. We appreciate and thank you for uh, your donation and your giving. Amen. Amen. So again, you're listening to When Christians Speak Talk Radio. I'm your host, Reverend Ray. This is the Bread of Life. Amen. This is Spiritual Gifts one oh, uh, Part 105. I'm joined today by Reverend Robin White. 
I'm excited about this woman of God coming and being a part of this. I mean, this is someone that I glean from learning in about masturbation gifts. So how you doing, Reverend Robin? How you doing, Robin? I'm well, Reverend Ray. Thanks for having me along with you this evening. Amen. So we're going to go ahead and start in prayer. Again, if you have a desire to call in, you can do so by calling 646-478-0660. This is part five. I want to encourage you to share, by all means, share this audio uh, to the different people and everything like that. Uh, we, we are planning, amen, to do, uh, to make into a complete series where you can do it and download the whole thing. Uh, at one time, rather than going back over, uh, we have like about 1,200 different uh, broadcasts now. We've been doing this for the last five years. So we are looking at doing some packages and everything that you can download, the whole the whole series, and then, amen, and be blessed from that. But for right now, let's go ahead and get started in prayer. Father God, we, again, we say, we come today to say thank you. We thank you for your grace and your mercy. We thank you for your love, God, and kindness, God. We thank you for how you have brought us a mighty long way. We thank you for how you have kept us today, God. You woke us up early this morning, God, and we were clothed in our right mind for somebody to wake up, God. We thank you in advance, God. We give this broadcast to you, every word, God, that we utter is to glorify, to magnify you for the building of the kingdom, God. We set aside our own self and lift you up in all things that we do. We pray for those that are listening, that they might be blessed, God, and God, they might find out more about the gifts that you have already given them when they accept you as their Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and when the Holy Spirit begins to dwell into their life. We do pray this prayer in Christ Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. Again. Amen. If you have a desire to call into the show, the number is 646-478-0660. Amen. All right, Reverend Robin, we're going to start off again uh, with this. I, I've been absent for a little bit, but we're back at it, and I got my teacher with me, so I'll be okay. <laughs> I got my teacher and stuff. She didn't think that was funny. I thought it was funny, but yeah. But uh, again, I want to thank you for joining us, and um, we did get a, a, a um, opportunity to talk a little bit. I want to start off. I want to encourage you all because this is so much and I, I don't want to be keep being repetitive, but I want to encourage you to go back and listen to some of the other series uh, of spiritual gifts that we have been talking on. This, like I said, this is part five. and It has a lot of information, but we want to move on. Amen. And like I said, eventually we'll put them all together when you got to do all that. You just download one time and listen to it all at one time and you complete. Amen. But it's going to probably be about four or five hours, maybe longer, of the series. Amen. So y'all keep the brother in prayer because we got to put it together because this is what I believe that God is saying for the people of God uh, to find out about what about spiritual gifts. And I think, again, I thank God for Reverend Robin, man. I mean, she's a, for me, I can only speak for myself, man, but she was an awesome teacher. I always love hearing her speak and she brings corrections to things that I say sometimes. I got And I got to stop and pause about that. Amen. <laughs> but we, Reverend Robin, if it's okay, <laughs> we're going to start from uh, uh, gift versus talents versus fruit. Amen. And I think a lot of times people get confused with the three of those. So uh, I'm going to let you start off since I'm submitting myself and then we can go from there and then uh, we can get into some other things as the spirit leads. That sounds good? That sounds fine. 
is I know oftentimes people say, well, they would say that they um, they have a talent and they say it's a spiritual gift, and um, there's actually a, quite a difference between the gifts and the talents. Uh, many people have talents, and in, even though in essence all things are, come from God, um, some things are talents and some things are spiritual gifts. And I know one way of identifying what is a um a spiritual gift is that we have to see how is that edifying the kingdom of God? Um, what is it um, doing for the kingdom of God? Um, oftentimes people have talents. Let's say, I mean, and I like to use ones that we can always see. Like a talent is like a natural endowment. You know, it's 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 like, um, let's say, some people can naturally um Let's just use music. Some people can naturally sing. It's just a natural gift for them, you know. And it's a, and it's just a not a spiritual gift, but it's a, a natural talent that's been given unto them to be able to sing. Uh, but uh, oftentimes, when you've entered in where that is a spiritual gift, is where you come away from that thing. And I, and I mean, I can use myself as an example of someone who is speaking with the anointing of uh, of the talent of being able to sing as a gift is that I can still to this day kind of remember what those chains that were broken from that song. You know, where is the spiritual um, of God attached to it? Where is his spirit moving upon it? You know, and there will be a difference because people can have that talent and they can sing and it's like, oh, they sang so well, you know, and that is awesome. But has that song been able to go in and penetrate to the center of man? Has it been able to reach into the heart? Has it been able to go in and break down strongholds? Has it has mm-hmm. it been able to go in and, and change your course of life? You know, where have you gone into that song and know that you've been touched by God? And that is what a spiritual gift would do. Because a spiritual gift is something that although it is given unto man, it is the Holy Spirit using that gift through man. So um, so it's, it's very, very different than having a natural talent. You know, with an aptitude to do things or an aptitude to do something, and you know, often it's saying, "Oh, well, no, that's my that's my spiritual gift." That may not necessarily be um, your spiritual gift, and oftentimes it isn't. It's your talent, you know, and it's an ability. You know, it's it's a quality, a state of just being able, just naturally able, without any effort, you can go forth and you can do this ability. I mean, you know, we've heard occasions where people who've never sang, you know, God just poured himself upon them and, and they were able to speak to sing but it was for the edification of his kingdom edification of the body all of the spiritual gifts are for the body of christ they're not for outside they are for the body of christ the spiritual gift comes in varying measures to all of us so that we can edify the body you know, and that's what a spiritual gift is. It's God's grace to his body. It's God's grace to his people. You know, the, you know, the definition of, of a spiritual gift is the charisma. is a gift. You know, it's, it's grace just so that the body can be edified. You know, we have, um, you know, a talent and ability in a natural man state, but without the spirit of God reborn within those things, it's just a natural talent. And their the abilities will go forth and you know, you can do things, but it doesn't have that lifelong impact. 
you know, if you want to look at it in that way, you know, you know, you have, and we've seen people in the Bible, you know, who had that talent, you know, all throughout, you know, but you see differently when we look at um, others who have a spiritual gift, who have a spiritual talents, and it just goes further. It's superlative into what man can do because it's God's use of the talent. It's God's use, and it changes it to a gift. And, and it also have to know that the gifts are identified in the Bible, so things outside of that can be used by God, but his gifts are outlined in the Bible. Does that kind of help a little, Ray? Reverend Ray? Yeah, that does. <laughs> that does. You say Ray is fine. That does. Uh, go ahead. Oh, and if you know, if we want to, you know, continue on, um, even when we we look at Samson, we know he had that talent. He was born, you know, as a Nazarene. He was going to be God's man, and he had that strength that was beyond strength, you know. And even when he got to the point that he had gone astray, had done things that he shouldn't have, have done, God still used him. You see, and that's the whole thing is that a lot of times when you look at talent, it's what you are able to do. See, that it's a spiritual gift when it's God's use of that particular thing. You know, Samson had a purpose, you know, and God yet and still in the in time was able to use Samson to do the destruction and do what he had called Samson to do. I mean, that is when a talent goes beyond what you are able to do. You know, mm-hmm. the spiritual gift goes beyond what you are able to do, beyond your talent, you know, because that way and also you can't take any credit for it. It all belongs to God. I mean, we can, you know, look at things and say, oh, wow, look at that. That, that person does a great thing, and that person will be like, no, I didn't do that at all, you know, because they know what they can do and where their talent is ends, and when the move of the Spirit is what is just what the Spirit of God is able to do because it's so much superlative. It come, God is superior to anything that we can do. You know, he can test why he can say have the, the faith as the small little mustard seed, and he can take that small little thing and he can just make it, powerful, you know, and that is what we are not able to do in our natural talents and our natural abilities. It can only go but so far. But when it comes in to be a spiritual gift, it goes into such a great, a great power beyond what we are able to do. You know, and if we just kind of always keep that in perspective, and even as far as keeping in perspective the difference between the fruits of the Spirit you know, and those are not spiritual gifts. They are fruits of the spirit. You know, and so and those are not necessarily um spiritual gifts. And sometimes a lot of these things get confused to be put in the same bucket and they really should not be placed in the same bucket because they're all distinctively different. Amen. Right. Okay. And also the 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 fruits is the effect or consequences of an act or operation or product or result to cause it to cause to bear fruit, you know. So we need to keep those things. And cause a lot of people, like you said, and that's one of the reasons why I wanted us to talk about this, because a lot of people do get uh, mixed up, especially between the gift and talents, you know. Um, a person can be very talented in in a, in a thing because there's something that they were born to do or whatever and stuff like that versus someone that has the gift. And the gift, of course, we were talking about is the gift 
of the anointing, okay, of the Holy Spirit in operation uh, that manifests uh, itself and everything that will make a difference in someone's life or of uh, circumstances or outpouring and stuff like that. The other thing that I, if you don't have anything else, Robin, because I know you got a lot in you, so I'm going to pick with you today, okay? <laughs> yeah, I mean, this book is probably should me move on. Okay. Uh, the other thing that I have uh, is talks about the differing of the, the gifts, and it says why is there differing in distribution of the gift? And the word that comes out in my notes, it says unity, unity. It says the different of gifts and distribution is aimed at unifying the body of Christ as it is in the many members that make the whole body of Christ. And I think we talked about this the last time we was together, we was together about it being many, uh, one body, but many parts in the body. Amen. And, um, and it, says, it says Jesus received all the gifts in full measure that's coming out of John chapter 3. Uh, verses 34 to 35. In fact, let me just go ahead and read it. It says, For he, for he whom God hath sent speaketh the words of God, for God giveth not the, the, uh, the Spirit by measure unto him. The Father loveth the Son and hath given all things into his hand. So Jesus, when we look at it from him, uh, his respect, he had all the gifts. He's, there's, he, it wasn't measured, but to us, it, of course, it was measured. Okay, it says Jesus in turn shares his gifts with the body, which is many members, which is us. In measures, Ephesians chapter four, verse seven says, "But unto every one of us is given the grace, given the grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ." Okay, it says, "Remember by definition, spiritual gift is God's grace unto you, God's grace unto us." And also, what I was when I was studying and getting ready for the day, Rob, and one of the things I thought about, I said, I thought about the law, the Lord's Supper. And one of the things that he said, he said that he did do the, not only doing this to, in remembrance of him, but he said to take eat. This is my body. This is my uh, blood, and you, you know those things. Everything that would take place in the Lord's supper, you know. And when I looked yeah. at it from that perspective, I said, okay, that's him also uh, giving or sharing him, himself with us and stuff. So I'm gonna let you talk, because I don't want to talk too much. I want you to do most of the talking tonight, okay? <laughs> Go ahead, because I know you got it. Come on. Oh, bless the Lord. Well, when, <laughs> when you're we're speaking about the diversity, you know, about you know that by definition means the variety and an assortment. And as you have already quoted the scripture, you know, uh, that Jesus had things in full measure, you know. Mm-hmm. But we know in part and we see in part. And, right, and, right. and, you know, and that's all we have is a part. Everyone has a part. No one has the full measure of anything. And that is important to remember that um, that's why we are many members, so that mm-hmm. we can, you know, you know, Ephesians 4, 7 says, but unto every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ, you know, and it's just, it is grace. You know, it is our grace to do our part within the body. It is our, you know, just to do just do your part. You know, everyone has a part. You know, and every part fits together to come together to the fullness of the measure of Christ, so that the body will be edified within itself. You know, and that is the whole thing. You can't. There is no big part. There is no small part. You know, there is not his part is is more than my part, or her part is less than my part. Because truly, it's truly a fact that it's all by the spirit. 
We all live, move, and have our being by the Spirit. None of it actually belongs to us. And we cannot take that possession that although God has given me this piece to do, that now it's my possession. It is not. It is for the body. It is for the edification of the body. I mean, and it, and it's just a part. You know, you may think, well, I, you know, you know, and it's kind of sad sometimes. You know, and Paul, you know, spent a long time in First Corinthians trying to um, pull it out that no part is any better than the other part. It's right. all a part that is needed, um, and so sometimes we may look at our part and cannot see that our part is just as much needed as the other part. You know, but all parts are needed because no one, because you can imagine, right, if you're doing a puzzle and, you know, you have an incomplete puzzle and you have a piece missing, then you're incomplete. Right. You know, it doesn't matter if three-quarters of the part of the puzzle is done, if there is a part missing that is yet incomplete. You know, so each part is important, and each part has a place, and each part has a point in time in which it must be used. And in actuality, God comes and tells us that room will be made for your gift. So we don't have to worry about, well, when am I going to be used or how am I going to be used? Because when it comes time for God have need of you and have the need to use your part, no one can do your part but you. You see, because it's it's very much important to understand that it's not our personal part, but it is the part that God has placed in you for his kingdom-building purposes. I mean, so you're just the vessel that is being used. You are not the part. It is what has God placed in you that is the part that is being used. You know, so that kind of takes us, and it should take us, out of the out of the picture, to know that I am just rendering myself as a vessel unto the Lord for His purpose, for whatever that purpose may be. As long as I am, you know, up in God's hand, as long as I am His vessel, as long as He is my Lord and Savior, my Redeemer, as long as as He is He is my sole source. Whatever he wants me to do, whatever my part is, then to God be all the glory. Fit me where you want me to be fit, God. You know, just just to know that it is him using you. And I think that is the most glorious part of the spiritual gift, is that when God is using you in your gifting, that is the point in time where you are just in a place of communing with him because you are truly on the backside, and he is on the front pouring himself out. But yet instead, when in the midst of that time while he is pouring himself out, you at that time, you are just hidden in him, a vessel. I mean, you're just the vessel that he is using at that time, so you get to be in that beautiful space of just being with God. You know, and that is the beautiful thing if we can just totally come to a place of submission and surrendering our parts unto God, that to know that in that place in which he is using us, that we are just hidden in him. That that is our time with, hey, this is me and God. 
Bless God that you are being blessed, but my God, am I being blessed right now in this moment while he is putting me on to use me to edify his kingdom and to edify the body of Christ. I mean, that is the beauty place in the spiritual gift. So when you want to look at the spiritual gift, and don't necessarily look at what the gift is, but that the fact that you are being gifted by the Holy Spirit, by his presence, while he's using you to gift someone else, if if you can kind of follow what I'm trying to say, that is more important to be used by the one who gives the gift than, than the gift itself. You know, the gift itself just becomes a part of a tool within the kingdom of God to edify his people. But the most important person within that is the Holy Spirit who is indwelling you, who is just using you, who is just taking over and just using you during that time. You know, so that's, that's, that is just the most important part right there, you know, in the use and in the spiritual gift. It is not the gift itself, but it's about the spirit. Spirit who uses the gift. It's about God. And I think that I can get kind of carried away in thinking of mm-hmm. God more than the gift. So you just have to pull me back because cause truly it's all about God. It's not about us. It's not about the gift. But it is about God. It is about his spirit going forth and doing what he needs to do through those who are surrendered unto him to edify his kingdom, to fulfill his work, to do the purposes in which he has. And at these times, there are so many things that need to be done that so many different parts are needed. Because there are so many places in which his spirit needs to go. And he needs those vessels that are surrendered to him, that are submitted to him, who will go to these places in which God needs to go. And, you know, where his spirit just needs to go and touch people. In some places I can't go, Ray. Some places you can't go. I mean, some people have the gift of a prison ministry. Some people have that that gifting that that want to be out on the streets and, and have a street ministry and be used by God. God to touch people there. Everyone cannot go to all the places in which God needs to be touched, you know, and places in which his presence needs to be. And so everyone does not have that. So that's what I say. We all have a part. We all have a piece. And everyone cannot go to all of the places in which God needs needs to be. That's what we are. We are his arms. We are his legs. We are his mouthpieces. But can, but can we all go to those places in which he needs to go? No, we cannot. And that is why it says when it comes to where there is a diversity of people, there is a diversity, meaning that, you know, we all cannot do the same things. And so we need to just move out the way and let the people go where they need to go by the Spirit. You know, you can't say, well, I'm going to go and do this ministry because this is what God has for me to do and I'm gifted to do this. I mean, but if you're not prepared to go there, then you need to let the person who's prepared to go there to go there. If that's right. not where you that's not where your part is to be fulfilled, then that's not where you need to go. You know, and you know, you may have all the words and you may know all the things that that are need to be saved, but you going up in some places that you need to be prepared to go. Where you need to be that part to go. We can't take a part that's supposed to fit a, a BMW and go try to force it into a, a, a Volkswagen. What what you doing? It's not going to work. You know, so we all have a part to play. We all have a a role. We all have a purpose, 
And it's all purpose in Christ. It's all purpose in God as to where we need to go. And it's such a diversity in it. You know, that's why it says, even when it comes down, you know, where it says, you know, the different operations and the different administrations. And, you know, you can have the same gift, but it can operate differently. You know, right. it can it can have a service and it can serve differently. And it's just a matter of us being surrendered unto God to be able to be um, sent wherever he needs you to be sent. And that is why when you can come to the place and you can come to the place where you can say, it is not me, but it is God. It is not my part, but it's God's part. And God, where do you want me to be? And just be surrendered to be a vessel that he can move and operate through where he needs you to be. Because we all have a journey. We all have a walk. And we just keep walking with God. And we will, we will, beyond a shadow of a doubt, interconnect with that place in which he would have us to be along that journey with him. Amen. Amen. And one of the things you have been, uh, you have said several times is the, uh, um, what was it? Um, the surrendering, you know, and that's a very important piece uh, to the, to us as believers and into the body of Christ is, is, is like I said, it's just the surrendering part on our part, the surrendering to what, to surrendering to the Holy Spirit, surrendering to God and said, okay, God, you do whatever is needed, you know, uh, for your glory or for the edifying of the body, because he knows who better knows what needs to be done in the body of Christ than God. You know, we don't know, you know, and stuff like that. I mean, you've mentioned scripture that we know in part and we prophesy in part, so we don't know. So we everything has to be leading, go back to the source, you know, not, 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 not necessarily the gift. And I think a lot of times, uh, Robert, that sometimes people get, like you were saying, get caught up in the gift itself, you know. Mm-hmm. The thing about it is, and, and, and I'm not talking about the person that have the gift. I'm talking about those that are looking at the person that have the gift. You know, and that is get, where, and I don't mean yeah. to interject in, and that is where we must be. We must be surrendered unto God, yeah. because truly, at, although we know it ourselves, that we have to be looking at God. It has to be all about God. But we know that some people look at other people. And they're not searching for God for themselves. They're not, they're not reading. They're not looking for God. They're not praying unto God. So when you are operating and you have these gifts, let's say a teacher, you know, prophecy, you know, particularly the gift of, I think the gift of prophecy is so abused myself. Right. And, and that right. because what you don't know is that you have a huge responsibility because people are coming to you for a word instead of going to God. Mm-hmm. And who they need to be going to is God for the word. And that gift that you may have should come and already confirm the word that God has already given. See, but we had come and we had that responsibility of knowing that what I say to people, people move and act and rule their lives based on what I say because they are not going to God. You know, so we don't want to ever, and we as we operate in these gifts and as God operates, that we don't ever want to operate in and of ourselves. But it has to always be God who's operating these gifts because we are responsible to what people take from us and move. Mm. Mm. You're responsible. 
So you can you cannot take it upon yourself that on this day this is what I am going to do. But no, is it what God says for you to do? God may give you a word, but unless God has given you the release to release that word, you shouldn't release that word. I That's mean because right. you may release a word to a person who is not ready to receive that word. So then they act upon something because they're not seeking God for themselves. They've now put you in that place which you have never you should have never accepted. But now you've you've gotten yourself in that place and this person is ruling their lives not based on what God is saying but what you are saying. So we have a strong you know, just the the responsibility to always be in that place of surrender to God to be hearing from God, to be listening to God before we go out and speak to the people. Because there are some people who are not seeking God for themselves, but they're seeking their next next word to come from you. It's a, it's a tremendous responsibility when you take on the spiritual gift as being yours hmm. and, and not allow it to continually and always be God's gift to be used when God would have it to be used. You know, you can't, you, you cannot use the gift outside of the Holy Spirit because it's a gift that's been given to you. Because right. you end up where you can get yourself hurt and get others hurt. If it's not in that relational way with God, you may know the word, you may know what the words say and how, with, you know, with the gift. And, I mean, that is clearly, so clearly shown. With the sons of Sceva. Right, right. You know, you cannot take it, get to that point to say that it is a formula or it can be done just like this. You know, because, as you know, they went they went forth. You know, right, this is right. in, that Paul knows. But, no, where is your relationship with God? You know, you can't go based on what someone else says. But it's like, where is your relationship with God? All the spiritual gifts are relational. They are based on a relationship with God. I mean, so you have to always and continually be in your relationship with God. It has right. to be about God. It has to be for God. It has to be for God's people. It has nothing to do with us personally, but it is God's gift to be used when God says to be used. It's not something that we can just use at will. It is the spiritual gift that is gifted in you to be used by the Holy Spirit. Right, when right. the Holy Spirit says it should be used. Because you can end up getting getting yourself hurt, getting other pe- others hurt, because it is God's gift, and it has to be respected as such. Right. Amen. Amen. Um, again, going back to what some of the things we were talking about. You listen to Christmas Week Talk Radio. Amen. This is the Bread of Life. Amen. I'm Reverend Ray. I'm joined by today with our guest, Reverend Robin White. Amen. We'll continue on uh, now talking about spiritual gifts. This is part 105. I want to again encourage you to go back and listen to the other parts until we get it together and stuff like that. Uh, this is good teaching. It is much needed in the body of Christ, this is much needed for me, you know, uh, for all of us, you know, because we got to examine, we got to know uh, what, our, what our gifts are, what the gifts that God has given us, and how to, to yield to the Holy Spirit or how to submit ourselves. It's like, you know, and uh, that's, those things are important and everything. But, again, you really listen to this broadcast 
later on in its entirety. If you're just calling in, amen. Uh, if you want someone else to call in, the number is 646-478-0660, amen. So what we could, we, I want to continue because I'm, um, when I when I think of, we were talking about spirit because as I think about the submitting or the, the part where we just yield to the Holy Spirit, uh, one of the things that stick out, Robin, is that the fact that sometimes we uh, um, we are afraid. There's a fear factor that comes in operating in a gift that God has given us because uh, we don't feel like that we're ready uh, or we don't feel like that uh, somebody else. We look at other people and we measure ourselves up against other people and the gift that, the gift that they may have and everything, and we get caught up into that. Now, understanding that the, the gift that God has given me, let's say, with his teaching, I can't teach the, the, the same way that you can, or you can't teach the same way that I can, because that's not how it's designed. You know, it's designed, it, it's it's not a one-size-fit-all size type of thing, you know, uh, uh, but it's how the Holy Spirit would lead in God. He takes who we are and operated from that um, part of from that measurement and everything like that, and um, and I and I I keep going back to the part of just submitting to him, to submitting everything to him and everything, and not being fearful because we know that God is not a God of fear, and 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 we know that He's not a God of fear like that. But submitting to Him and then being obedient—that's another another key word of being obedient. To what he is calling or share for us for us to do, whether it is to teach, whether uh, it's uh, for missionary, whatever the case might be, might be, but to be obedient in that and know that he's involved, you know, and especially with the gift of prophecy, which you've already stated before, that sometimes is, is uh, in many cases is being misused uh, for monetary gain or for fame or whatever, you know, everybody wants to be uh, a prophet and everybody wants, now wants to be an apostle, uh, you know, and everything, but they don't understand, a lot of times they, they don't understand, uh, that all that goes into those different offices and everything. But the gift itself, man, just requires uh, an obedience from us and it requires a willing to yield to a submission to the Holy Spirit and say, okay, God, have your way, you know, tell me what to say or tell me what to do. And if there's a case where sometimes, like we had talked about earlier, a couple couple of weeks ago, there may be a case that sometimes the best thing we can do is pray on a situation, you know, and not necessarily speak at it or speak on it or share, but just pray. Uh, and and we have to be, the gift of discernment, I think, has to be in there somewhere to discern, okay, uh, or discernment or uh, what's the word like? Looking for um, to let us know or listening to the Holy Spirit to say, okay, Holy Spirit, what are you asking me to do? Are you asking me to move forward right now, or are you asking me just to intercede, or are you asking me to, to approach the person? What are you asking me to me to do and everything? And we just got to be just sort of mindful uh, of the gift and everything. Like a prime example, the, some people might have the gift of helps and they want to help and you and I both know people like that. <laughs> they just want to help everybody. You know, when they think about it, you know, they want to help everybody because that's the unction of the Holy Spirit. But some people might not be ready, might not be ready for the help. You see what I'm saying? They might not be ready for the help. But hope yeah. I'm not. 
saying that. I, Go ahead, I understand what you're saying, and I think that a lot of times, um, like you've mentioned, like the gift of discernment, um, prophecy, prophet, you know, and to actually know the difference in those gifts. And I mean, the gift of discernment is the ability to discern between spirits. Mm-hmm. That's the gift of discernment. And people apply right. discernment to other things, and that that is not what the gift is. The gift of discernment is to be able to, to discern between spirits, you know, and there's a difference between the gift of prophecy and the office of a prophet, right. two totally different things. Some people may have the gift of prophecy and get placed into an office of a prophet, that's something that's going awry there. Everyone who has the gift of prophecy do not belong in the office of a prophet. That's you right, know? right. And understanding with the, some of the things in which you've also said, you know, you ask God to give you the discernment. I mean, and a lot of times people say we ask God to give the discernment. And actually, when, when you look at discernment, the discernment is to be able to, to, to discern between spirits. So what you truly want to ask God for is the gift of wisdom. The gift of wisdom, <laughs> you know, okay. It's what you really want to ask, you right, know, when right. you're, and you use the um, mention of help, so where, what should I do? I mean, when you're, you're seeking an answer as what do you do, that's not trying to, to seek discernment. That's trying to to get wisdom, you know, right. and as we know, God it says whoever lacks wisdom, he, you ask him of it, and he will give it to you liberally. I mean, so that's what I'm saying. A lot of times the gifts get misconstrued, and, you know, you need to know what the gifts are, and, that is, that is very important. And the whole thing is that, is that we have to be as Jesus. Jesus says that, Verily, verily, I say unto you, The Son can do nothing of himself, but what he seeth the Father doeth, but what things soever he doeth. These also doeth the Son likewise. You know, and that is when you right. say it's also important that we have to be led by the Father. We have to be led by God into where and what we are to do. You know, we cannot take it upon ourselves with the giftings to just go and do. We have to be led by God in all that we do. And we actually have to know your gift. So, I mean, my whole thing that I can stress to those who may listen or who have listened is that to actually know the gift. To actually, if you if you go and you and you believe that you have a particular gift, I would suggest that you go and you actually define that gift and ask the Holy Spirit to define that gift for you and to actually go into the Bible and search out the people who had that gift and to see how God used them in that gift. And also, you know, and God is not a cookie-cutter God and doesn't mean that he's going to use you the very same way, but at least know the gift and what the gift does is very important, you know, so that we can be properly praying unto God for what we need and the equipping that we need um, for that gift and to ask God to show us the gift, to show the gift in operation and to show what he has purposed in each of us for that gift. And like you say, I know sometimes it's, you can see another person with that gift and to be like, wow, I can't do it that way. Well, he didn't want you to do it that way. You know, we have to we have to be comfortable in how God chooses to use us because we can't put on another person's pair of shoes and try to walk comfortably in them. We can only do as Jesus has said, I only do as my father said to do. I only say as my father said to do. And if this is the how he gives it for me to say that I am well 
rested in God and how he wants to do it and to be contented that I am who I am by the grace and mercies of God and however God chooses to use me. Like, I can't teach how Reverend Ray teach. Reverend Ray know he is a preaching teacher. <laughs> you know, and you know, before you know it, you're going off into a full, a full, you, you know, preaching session there, and that's not me. You know, but everyone, you know, is different. It manifests different. The gift manifests different, and we just have to say, be at that place where I'm content. Look, it's not my responsibility. This is God's gift. So, however God chooses to use the gift, then I'm okay with how God chooses to use right, the gift. Right. You know, and it has to come to the point where, I'm, okay, I'm just surrendering to you, God. I don't care what it looks like to someone else, how someone else think it should be doing. Then, then if they have issues, God, then they have to bring them to you because I'm your surrender vessel and I'm being used how you choose to use me. So if there's a problem with how you, God, are using me, then I give them to you. And I suggest that they take it. The complaint department is that God on your knees in prayer. That's where the complaint department is. And you know, right. you know that's where it needs to be taken. I'm not going to take it on because it's not mine. I don't. It's not mine. So you know how if we, if we put ourselves out, I'm putting. I'm shelving myself. You know, these are the things of God. These are for God's kingdom. This is for the edification of His people. You know, this is His purpose. This is His work. Then you then you remove yourself from it. All all we need to do is stay before God. All that we need to do is continue in our relationship with God and to allow God to do the rest. The rest. You know, it says, study to show yourself the proof. The work was not ashamed. All I can do is I can go in and I can study his word. I can be in his presence. I can just continually seek an intimacy and a relationship with him. And then, God, all the other chips of what you choose to do in and through me, they fall right on you, God. They don't fall on me, you see, because all I want to do is just what Jesus says. I only say and do what the Father says for me to do. So once I've said and I've done what I know the Father has said and instructed for me to do, then I I go back and I sit down because then everything else rests on him. You know, and that's the whole thing is when you say people are nervous, that, that takes the nervousness out, that takes the fear out because it says, God, it is in you that I trust. It is in you that I move. It is in you that I speak. Let me not speak outside of you, ahead of you. Let me not drag behind you. I surrender, and I pray that the Holy Spirit be the one that speaks. The Holy Spirit be be the one that operates and moves and, and does. Not I, but you. Amen. 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 Again, I want... Uh, thank you, Reverend Robin. Basically, what you, you see, this is what she does. This is what I wanted her to come on, Amen. Uh, because I was using the word discernment, and I actually was trying to figure the word out. But it is wisdom, um, and it's important um, with the with us uh, as believers that we have wisdom when wisdom when it comes to the um, the spiritual gifts and everything, you know. Uh, and we 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 need wisdom, you know. We need to make sure. Uh, God, you can show me, you know. And not only that, we need to be in a place where we're willing. Again, I'm gonna say this again: willing to be obedient to the decision that God give us to tell us to do, or direction that God give us to do, and everything. 
You know, there's the, a yielding um, process that has to take place. Amen. Uh, I don't. I really got. We got a lot more to talk about with this. Uh, amen. I was looking at my notes and uh, Robert Robert had, uh, had mentioned about uh, go and further define about your spiritual gifts, and we can really get. <laughs> I don't think we have the time to really get into it like we need to. So we probably have to do that next time, Reverend Robert. Is that okay with you? Yes, I'm, I'm not definitely, uh, Reverend Ray, don't mean to, I seem like I'm always interjecting upon you. No, no, you're fine. I, I think it's that, you know, what perhaps one of the sessions would be is that we would go through and define all the gifts and where right, and right, where right, they're right. located in Scripture. I mean, anyone who's listening on, I mean, you can find all of the gifts listed um, in these passages of Scriptures, and then they kind of span out from there. Uh, but if you go to First Corinthians 12 and begin reading there, the, the, the gifts of the Spirit are listed. Uh, in Romans 12, 6 through 8, they are further listed. In Ephesians 4, 11 through 12, the gifts are, list, are listed. Uh, so that would be a place right there to begin to know what are the spiritual gifts. What are the gifts that are given for the edification of the body? What are the gifts that Jesus has come and given forth in measure? I mean, and right there it would be a place in which you can see what the gifts are. And that in itself would take us back to the beginning of our segment here, and we said the gifts and the talents and the fruits. First Corinthians 12 lists the gifts. Romans 12, 6 through 8 lists the gifts. Ephesians 4, 11, through 11 and 12 gives you a listing of the gifts. So perhaps on the next time in which we talk, we will go and give a definition of all of those gifts and give mm-hmm. reference to how you can determine what those gifts, you know, how they are in the Bible and, and what they actually do, how they operate, how they manifest, and the administration of those gifts. I mean, as Reverend said, Reverend Tang, a spiritual gift that we actually go through a teaching of it would take a long time, you know. Right. But it, I think it is important um, that if people are going to, you know, you hear so much, you know, about the spiritual gift, that I think the most important thing to know about the spiritual gift is the spiritual gift is relational and right. based on relationship with God. And that's that's the most important thing about the spiritual gifts is that it is they are truly relational, and as he said, right. he will give it give it to you in the measure of a grace on, from God, and that is in your measurement of where you are. The spiritual gifts grows based on your relationship with God. They don't they are not based on you, but it's based on your relationship with God. You know, it's based on you know, are you surrendered? Is this person surrendered unto me? I mean, can I trust them? You know, with this gift, can I trust them to submit, to surrender unto the Holy Spirit with my gift, you know? And so that's why you have to really kind of check ourselves. And it's a matter of stepping back and allowing ourselves to be, um, I guess, just be before God so he can shine that spotlight deep within the recesses of our hearts. Because the gifts are what they are, but as far as the recipient of the gift and how God uses you in that gift, it totally depends on the relationship with God, totally depends on your heart with God, totally depends on whether or not you are submitted and surrendered unto him. Because a lot of places and a lot of, you know, sometimes in individuals when they feel that they are moving 
in their spiritual gifts. They're moving in and of themselves. You know, and and it's and it's true. I mean, because as Reverend Ray knows, I mean, I've taught the spiritual gifts, so I'm, I've taught the spiritual gifts a lot. And so we go through a lot of teaching, and then we put them out there, and then it's like you watch, and it's like, oh man, really? Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> you know. I mean, so I mean, it's just it's just amazing. I mean, but because of the beautiful part of the spiritual gift is God. The beautiful part right. about our entire relationship with God is God. Right. I mean, right. if we keep the focus that it is all about God, has nothing to do with us. We are vessels. We are not only vessels but chosen vessels. But all honor, all glory, all praise, all worship belongs unto God. You know, so it is a matter, it is relational. It is where are you in your relationship with God? Are you surrendered to God? Are you submitted to Him? Are you going to be just like Jesus is in, in um, John chapter five? I only do and say what God tells me to say. Right, you know, right, it, right, it right. is all about is Jesus. He's one of the triune God, but yet and still He humbled Himself. Yet and still He is submissive. And submit it under to the leaning and what God says. And that is where we have to be able to be humbled to be able to submit that, yes, you gave me this gift, but I give it back to you, God. I will only use it when you say use it. I, you know, I would only, you know, it's all about God. What do you say, God? When do I move, Lord God? What should I say, Lord God? What is it, God? What would you have me to do today, God? How do you want to use me today, God? God, I just surrender unto you. I surrender to your leading, Lord God. I surrender to your unctioning, Lord God. I surrender my ears to truly hearing from you, Lord God. I just surrender unto you, God. I'll, I'll, you know, I live, move, and have my being because of you, God. So all of me is yours, God. What would you have me to be? I am nothing without you, God. Please show me. So it's all relational. It's all about relationship with God. The gifts are what they are, but the use and the power of the Holy Spirit's gifts are based on your relationship with him. Amen. 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 Well, y'all, it's about that time. I want to thank everyone for, for signing in and listening to us on Blog Talk Radio. Amen. You'll be able to listen uh, probably about a half hour, amen, on the different other platforms like iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spreaker, to name a few. Amen. Uh, this has been the Bread of Life with Reverend Ray, and my guest today is the Reverend Robin White, which, who is an awesome awesome teacher, man. You know, I mean, you just sit and just listen to her. And she she is a teacher, okay? <laughs> she is definitely a teacher, man. But an awesome um, teaching using um, <laughs> awesome teaching uh, that God uses tremendously. Amen. So we're excited about her being uh, part of the family and coming back. So we're going to continue this on. Amen. And uh, um, talking about spiritual gifts, and we might even fine tune it. We're definitely going to talk about next time around, Robert. We're definitely going to talk about the uh, the different types of gifts and their definition. And yeah. believe it or not, that was that was part of my plan. I just didn't know exactly where to put it, but because 
of, of you <laughs> and because of where we are in the notes and everything, I think um, defining the spiritual gift, that would be an ideal place to be. So uh, what we're going to do right now, we're going to have Reverend Robin close us out in prayer, amen, and then we pray that you stay tuned uh, for the closing announcements. Please share this audio through social media. Reverend Robin, we give you the final words, and would you, would you please close it out in prayer? Bless God. Uh, Reverend Ray, I thank you for um, having me here with you tonight, and I pray that, you know, everyone who is interested in the spiritual gift, that you will truly just begin to beseech God um, just to identify the gifts and identify how he plans to use you, uh, because truly there is no place of better contentment in knowing um, why you are. <laughs> and what he's purpose for you. Why am I here? Why do I exist? And a lot of those things can be found as you are studying your um, spiritual gifts and studying the purpose upon which God has called you because you have a purpose. You have a purpose in Christ. You have a purpose in God. You have a purpose in which the Holy Spirit wants to move and operate through you to fulfill the work of the kingdom. Um, so I pray um, that you would take the time to just sit before the Lord and, and have him reveal you to you and to show you you and get you to understand why you are as you are, because all of those things can be clearly defined unto us all by God. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you. We thank you for this opportunity, Lord God, just to, to come and talk about the things of the Spirit, Lord God, to, to come and talk about kingdom-building things, Lord God, to come to, Lord, just to talk about the tools in which you are and have been equipping us with, Lord God. So, Father, my prayer, Lord God, is that all of us, Lord God, would just seek you even the more, Lord God, not necessarily so much seeking the gift, Lord God, but to seek the one who gives the gifts, Lord God, that, Father, that you you, Lord God, will be glorified and magnified, Lord God, that you will be lifted up, Lord God, before men, Lord God, and be drawn even the more people unto you, Lord God. So, Father, we just thank you for you this evening, Lord God. We thank you for your holiness, Lord God. We thank you for your faithfulness and your loyalty, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that in all of these things there is no lack, Lord God, that you, Lord God, you hold them to their entirety, Lord God, and you display them unto us in their fullness, Lord God. So, Father, we just praise you and honor you on this night, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, the many blessings upon when Christians speak, Lord God, that, Father, that your word will continue to reach the masses, Lord God, and hearts will be changed, Lord God, souls will be comforted, Lord God, and minds renewed, Lord God. So we thank you for all that you are doing, Lord God. We pray and lift up Reverend Ray, Lord God, as the founder, Lord God, that you will continually, Lord God, provide all that is needed for his ministry and all that is needed for him personally, Lord God. And we thank you, Lord God, for his sacrifice and his continually, Lord God, to press forward with that which you have given him. Father, it is in Christ Jesus' name that we do say amen and amen, Lord God, and that we love you with all our hearts, Lord God. In Christ Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen, amen. Again, everyone, thank you for joining us on Thank you for joining us on with Christian Speak Talk Radio. This has been the Bread of Life. I'm Reverend Ray and our guest today, Reverend Robin White. Amen. And this is Spiritual Gift. This is part 105. Amen. We've been doing this series for a while now, and we definitely we're continuing until God says done. But it's a lot to cover. Amen. It's a lot. I mean, I think what we were teaching the class, uh, it was probably was like almost eight eight months class, <laughs> something coming up to a year almost, and everything. But again, thank you, Reverend Robin. Bless the Lord. Thank you. And God bless you, okay? Amen. God God bless you. God bless. Everyone bless. Amen. Amen.
You're listening to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio, broadcasting out of the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. Today's voice crying out in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. When Christians Speak is dedicated to lifting up the name of Christ Jesus and spreading the good news. Join us for our weekly broadcast, His Abounding Grace, with Minister Vanessa Williams. That's every Tuesday at 7 p.m. On Wednesday afternoons at 1 p.m., join Reverend Gwendolyn Dixon for the Midday Glory Prayer Line. The dial-in number is 641-715-3580. The access code is 732-499. And Wednesday nights at 7 p.m., Challenge to Change, where real transformation begins with you. That's with Pastor Paul Morgan of Chosen Generation Ministries in Richmond, Virginia. On Thursdays, live at 12 noon, join Reverend Pat Randall for Declaring the Finished Work. For an hour of worship, exhortation, and prayer. Reverend Ray and friends are here on Friday nights at 7 p.m. with the joy of the Lord on Friday Night Joy. Sundays at 7 p.m., join Reverend Ray for Bread of Life for a word in season. And don't forget our monthly broadcast. First Mondays of every month at 7 p.m., Be blessed with the teaching ministry of Apostle Shirley Jones on Lifeline. On third Mondays at 7 p.m., join Evangelist Louis McElwain for Adoration, a broadcast of worship and ministries on the mission field. Second Saturdays of the month, join Reverend Curtis, Reverend Novena, and Minister Jordana for Bold and Beautiful a youth and young adult broadcast setting the world on fire with the love of Jesus. All broadcast times are Eastern Standard Time. Hey family, I want to introduce our newest broadcast that joined us in 2018, The Marriage Take Over the Body of One, hosted by Reverend Eric and Reverend Tamika Thompson. They will be addressing a wide range of topics that will serve to encourage you and to strengthen your marriage. So remember that's every third Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, The Marriage Take Over over the body of one. When Christian Speak Talk Radio is a non-profit ministry, we are dedicated to spreading the gospel of Jesus through our programs and special guests. We exist through the generous support of our listeners. If you are being blessed through this ministry and would like to give a love offering, go to our website and click on our donation page. Your donation will be processed through PayPal. Our prayer is that you may prosper, be in good health, even as your soul When Christian Speak Talk Radio is a 501c3 nonprofit ministry, so all of your gifts to this ministry are tax deductible. 
So go out to our website, www.whenchristianspeak.com, and click on our donation page. Oh, give thanks unto God.